I think innovation is more than just coming up with products. I think it is also about how we are doing things differently. It's not about having the right answer, it's about being committed to finding the right answer. Where we try things that are going to fail, that opens the aperture up to do weird and wonderful things that you never ever thought you could or would do. And that's where I think real excitement occurs. Welcome back to The Spark, a podcast about work in the global digital age. I'm Prue Duggan. Imagine this, if you will. You're putting on a warm shirt just out of the dryer, or drinking a hot cup of coffee outside with a cool breeze brushing your cheeks. We have an innate sense of when something is just right. Not too hot, not too cold. Not too predictable, but definitely not too unpredictable. Getting those balances right gives us a feeling of being exactly where we belong. And Kok Lang Tan is a master of the just right. I think still fundamentally, uh, I try to address what are still the unmet needs, what are still unsolved in the eyes of the consumers. Yeah, we want to perfect that. I think that, that is the basis of what we do. Kok Leng is the group leader in product development for garment care at Philips in Singapore. And his work focuses on an indispensable item in our modern homes, the iron. But he doesn't just make them, he makes them better. And to get them just right, Kok Leng and his team actually rethought the entire concept of an iron. It looks like a helmet. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful design. The water tank is just right in front of the unit, so you just have to pull it out. Kok Leng has been working at Philips for 18 years, and he hasn't always been in garment care. He started out in consumer electronics, you know, audio-video systems, DVD players, that kind of thing. A highly innovative field. And later, he was able to shift roles and follow his interests into garment care. So it's very easy to use, just press the power on button, yeah, and it will heat up uh, in less than two minutes. So there's no need to adjust any temperature. Just put on the garment. Yeah, you are ready to go. A few years ago, Kok Lang and his team were charged with making a revolutionary idea work. What if you could revolutionise something as simple as an iron? It was some crazy ideas uh, from the uh, marketing uh, lead and, of course, uh, my innovation lead at that time. So at that time, I was just a project manager. I was lucky to be chosen to lead the project. Uh, yeah, so it came as a wow idea, and we just tried to build, uh, let's say, a demonstrator to see how this works, uh, to illustrate uh, what it can do. Then uh, we said, yeah, let's, why not uh, check with the consumers how they felt about the product? So that's how it started. So Kok Lang and his team got going, but where most people would design an iron first and then test it on the market, they decided to turn that around. They went to the customer first and said, hey, what do you want? Like, what is exactly the weight 
that the consumer would like to have. Yeah. And they turned that into a design requirement. So instead of improving on an already existing product, their starting point was to make a brand new iron that was half the weight of a normal iron. And then Kok Lang and his team took everything a step further. So uh, we explored the lightweight proposition. We explored the most powerful steam generator. We explored the fastest steam generator. And they invented an iron that not only looks like a helmet, it also has a special feature called optimal temp. It doesn't have a dial, so there's no need to change any settings based on the fabric you're ironing. It is not only about a function, it was also about how the design should look like. So it was quite a big change from the conventional industrial design that we had. So it really changed the whole outlook. Uh, it is not just the optimal time by itself. Uh, it is the whole product in its entirety. Yeah, I must say this is a revolution. Yeah, I think that's very exciting for me. This is the spark. Spark. This is the spark. This is the spark. This is the spark. Every now and then, something comes along that changes how we think about things. So for years, consumers would go in to restaurants and they'd go to the washroom and they'd wash their hands and they would push the hand dryer. Run tight who you'll remember from our first episode of this season, is the CEO of Church and State, an advertising agency in Toronto. He's also an international speaker on innovation and collaboration. And there's one example of creative thinking that really stands out for him. The seemingly insignificant hand dryer. Never, never worked. None of them. But nobody was sitting there going online with Yelp reviews going, food was great, service was amazing, but the hand dryer sucked. No one said a bloody thing. You'd go, burn, you put your hands under the hand dryer, and then you'd go, well, what are you going to do, right? It tried to heat the water, and the heat, it never worked. You couldn't get it hot enough, and so you end up rubbing your hands in your pants. One of Ron's favorite things to do is to pick apart the creative thinking process of revolutionary ideas and put himself in the shoes of the creators. What if we completely looked at that and, and what if we blew the water off? What if we created a fan that was so powerful that you didn't heat it, you didn't dry it, but you actually just blew it dry? And suddenly people are like, have you tried that new hand dryer? It's amazing. It's not about having the right answer, it's about being committed to finding the right answer. And so that, I think, is a completely different headspace, where it's like, we're going to just keep investigating stuff, where we try things that are going to fail, and then we, we try things where we're like, oh, there's something there, let's, let's continue to develop that and see where we get to. That opens the aperture up to do weird and wonderful things that you never, ever thought you could or would do. And that's where I think real excitement occurs. As professionals, we often find ourselves asked to make career choices based on a few documents, an interview, a tour, 
Too often, we're asked to jump into something blind. At Phillips, we want your career to be in your own hands. Here, you're given plenty of room to realize your inspired ideas and opportunities that can take you wherever you want to go. With the ability to switch roles to grow your career, you'll become a more skilled and agile professional and will supplement your learning on the job with coaching, mentoring, and formal trainings. Don't just change jobs, change your entire career. Innovation and you. Phillips. Welcome back to The Spark and our series exploring the nature of work in the global digital age. We're talking about revolutionary ideas in this episode and how to get them just right. Kok Lang and his team re-envisioned the iron, but the path of a pioneer is never easy. It may sound very simple, huh? but no one has ever that to put that in the market. Yeah? So there's a lot that needs to go into it from the start. Huh? I mean, you can have an idea, but it's not so straightforward. It is the whole end-to-end -end value chain. Huh? And then when we go to production, what is the best way to assemble the product? Because it is totally a new thing. So there are technical complexities, there's claim substantiation, there is also new assemblies in the factories. To complicate matters, Kok Leng and his team basically had to build the plane while flying it. We actually started the product development cycle before the pre-development of the new functions on the lightweight, the most powerful steam generator, the fastest steam generator. So those functions are yet to be completed, and then we are already beginning to build the product. Huh? So all the functions are not proven and not mature yet, and we are already beginning to discuss about the industrial design. Yeah? So that's what we mean by flying the plane when we are still building it. You may not think that that will work, but of course, never think that an idea is silly. Eh? So I think we should take all ideas seriously. Of course, having ideas is one thing. Uh, trying to see if it works, it's uh, something that we also need to do to check the feasibility. When we realize it could work, and when we realize that it is indeed uh, a proposition that was so interesting for the consumers, we decided to accelerate the project. Revolutionary ideas need people who think differently, and they're not always easy to come by. I'm a free-range scientist, so I'm like a free-range chicken. I mean, I'm going around and scratching at everything and picking up every bug and lay eggs everywhere. Bruce Damer is a rocket scientist of the informal kind, as in he's really smart, and it's hard to sum up all that he does in one word. Astrobiology, maybe, or biomolecular engineering? I'm a researcher at University of California, Santa Cruz, with occasional jobs and contracts with NASA, and a number of other hats. And if there's anyone who knows revolutionary thinking, it's him. Bruce almost literally lives in a different world. He's thinking so far ahead of regular Earthlings that he's even figured out a way to capture asteroids in jet-propelled balloons. You can heat the gas inside the enclosure and kind of boil off that material and collect it. 
So you can harvest from them. You can harvest water and split it into fuel, into hydrogen and oxygen. You can use carbon... Okay, okay. So we won't get into the finer details of capturing asteroids here. But no matter which field you work in, you can learn a lot from Bruce and Kok Leng about innovation. Discovering things that truly change the game requires revolutionary ideas and creative, even upside-down thinking. And Bruce has, for most of his life, had his sights set on something that sounds simple but might even be the biggest riddle there is. When I was 14, I decided I was going to work on the origin of life, that it was the most nerdy, interesting question for a nerd kid. My big project is to try to solve the mystery of how molecules self-assembled into a system that could copy itself. The origin of life question is somehow linked to the future of life. As we consume the biosphere and change it, we have a mission or a duty to propagate complex life into the cosmos so that it has a future. We need to replicate the biosphere in, and make more biospheres. But in order to further the idea, Bruce needed what he calls a radical collaborator, someone who shared his passion for revolutionary ideas. It, it was interesting because I, I was working on it since I was a teenager, and then it only happened to come up with a solution when I met David Deemer at UC Santa Cruz. And that was in 2009, and we just started having tea every week at his house and talking like gentlemen scientists. And I would meet with others like Freeman Dyson. I met previously with Richard Dawkins and Stephen Jay Gould, and it's pretty renowned people about the origin of life and got their input. And I actually discovered fundamental principles In essence, Bruce and David discovered that cells themselves don't compete to survive, as we've thought in the past. They collaborate and innovate just like we do. Even though Bruce and David were coming at the idea of the origin of life from completely different places, they couldn't have advanced their thinking without each other. Collaboration is everything. You just, you can't, you can only get so far. The isolated inventor often falls prey to their own delusions of grandeur or completeness. The, the interconnected social inventors the one, are the ones that make it. Their intention actually shapes reality, it shapes probability. And in the same way, Kok Lang and his team couldn't have advanced their idea without collaborating, or without seeing the consumer as one of their radical collaborators. This is especially important when we are developing a novel product. I think it is still necessary to go back to the consumers to ensure that we are developing the product based on their needs and their expectation. We normally call that a home placement test. It will take roughly about 12 weeks and we put the products at the homes of the consumers. So what we try to do is to ask the consumers to rate the satisfaction levels, uh, understand what are the issues they face, yeah, and then uh, try to improve on them. And a healthy dose of wonder isn't just reserved for revolutionary ideas, like trying to capture asteroids or picking apart the origins of life. When we go to the consumers, uh, basically what they mentioned was that, uh, wow, this cannot be real. Yeah, uh, there's just one single temperature. Not believing in this technology because, yeah, 
traditionally you have to adjust the dial for different kinds of fabrics, but suddenly you tell them, hey, there's no need now to, uh, to adjust anything. When their radically new iron finally launched, it was a really defining moment for Cockling and his team. First of all, it is a very difficult project in terms of technical complexities, the way we are doing the claims, the whole manufacturing process is different, and we managed to hit the market on time. Everyone on the project was pushed into unknown territory, and with that came the realisation that sometimes it's important to step outside of comfort zones, because in the end, it almost always pays off. Yeah, I, I think it is a great morale booster for the team. Kok Leng's advice to those wanting to turn a revolutionary idea into a real thing? Be proactive in handling the risk uh, because there are simply too many unknowns at the beginning of the project. But I think it's worth the while uh, to go all out for such kind of project. Innovation is more than just coming up with products. I think it is also about how we are doing things differently. If you're looking for a career that encourages you to explore your revolutionary ideas, check out careers.phillips.com. And if you haven't yet, go to your podcast app and subscribe, rate and review this podcast. The Spark is produced by the Phillips Recruiting Team, available on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Prue Duggan. Thank you for listening. Phillips. Next week on The Spark, you know the saying, it's five o'clock somewhere? Well, Pradeep Kumar is much more interested in the fact that it's nine o'clock somewhere. This is a mission. I don't care from where you work, whether you're in office, whether you're at home or whether you're driving a car. We all work for this mission. It's really not a nine to five job. Next week on The Spark.